of you, and welcome to the end of January 2016. This is your coach, Joe Lucas, and you're listening to the Practice Power Podcast. Well, hey, I hope you've had a, uh, a great month, and it was a very interesting month, right, for a lot of you, uh, not what you had planned. Uh, you know, you did your business plans, and you were looking forward to kind of getting out of the blocks and, you know, getting your arms around success in 2016, and lo and behold, uh, the market and the forces behind it uh, throws us a curveball, uh, unfortunately. In this episode, what I want to cover with you is, is really a couple different things. Uh, first, I do want to talk a little bit about January, right? And let's talk about, again, the importance of making sure we understand where we are as we exit this month. I want to spend a little time talking about, you know, what your February, February game plan is going to look like. And then I want to shift focus and uh, do a nice uh, chat with you about strategic time. What is it? why it's critically important, it's an absolute must, and then also how to incorporate that into your business model. All right, so we've got four things to cover on this uh, beautiful Friday morning here in Central Florida. So let's kind of talk about the month. You know, here we are, uh, you know, as, as I record this, uh, the last business day of the first month of uh, the new year. And as I mentioned on a couple of podcasts ago, uh, I never worry about production or what I call economic results with my coaching clients. What I want to make sure that we have really wired in and grooved are the habits. I want to make sure that they have their morning ritual where it needs to be. And, and here's the reality. A lot of you, your morning ritual has kind of gotten a little sideways because you're concerned about what happened in Asia and the futures and everything else. And it's, you know, you're creating a real headwind for yourself to accomplish your goal. So you want to make sure that you dial in your morning ritual. Go back to practice power, re-listen to the morning ritual e-learnings, and get it grooved. The second thing that we want to take a look at, so once I have the morning ritual grooved, is, you know, let's face it, most of you, have spent either a little time or a lot of time coming up with a business plan for 2016, your goals for 2016. Let me ask you this question. How many times this month, January, did you actually go back and review, read, and reconnect with your business plan? And if you happen to be one of those people, and there's more of you than I like unfortunately, who have not done their 2016 business plan. Let me also say this to you. Uh, there is no deadline, timeline, good, bad. It's always best to have a plan, even if you create one in January, February, March, April. I mean, we have some new people come to us throughout the new year, uh, you know, advisors. And, you know, we start the planning process when we onboard them. Now, why do we do that? Because a business plan is not a, a you know, do it, do it once a year, chuck the thing, start a new one once a year, chuck the thing. It's a, I call it a living document. It's always updated. It's always tweaked and so on. So it's never too late. If you haven't done one, I encourage you to do it. If you have done one, I definitely encourage you to read it and make sure that you're connecting with that. Uh, the other thing I ask you all to do is January is a month we want to make it the heaviest contact month of the, of the year. How'd you do? Did you reach out to all your clients? Now, when I say reach out, let's be very specific here. Setting a note uh, newsletter is not what, I'm at, not what I ask you to do. What I ask you to do is get on the phone, 
wish them a happy new year. How are the holidays? Any new financial goals? Any issues, concerns? And really get out there. I also asked you all to do that with your prospects, right? Remember, January is the month that the typical human being is most open to change. Said that first podcast of the year. I hope, and I hate that four-letter word because it means, you know, you, we did something or we didn't, but I hope you went ahead and took action on it. So you want to go ahead and just kind of give yourself a debrief. You know, Friday is always a great, and that's why we do these podcasts on Friday, and we release them on either Friday or Saturday, is, you know, Friday uh, for most of my clients is a strategic day, or at least a strategic half day, that we tend to work on the business, and I'll explain a little bit more about what that means going forward. Now, let's cover the next, next topic, which is February. You know, come Monday, new month. Let's talk about, you know, getting in there and whether you create it on a legal pad or you use our basic game, monthly game plan builder on practice power or our advanced uh, game plan, monthly game plan builder on practice power. Make sure somewhere over the weekend, worst case scenario, Monday morning, you dial in what you want to accomplish in February. Don't sit there and just kind of, you know, kind of have, you know, more of the same, right? And look, a lot of advisors, you know, spend their entire careers in this endless loop of being average. Uh, we just, you know, we're just taking on a new client, uh, you know, as we speak. And great, great person. Now, I'm not going to get into details because I don't want them to figure out who they are uh, if they're li if they when they listen to this. Great person, 35 years in the business, you know, got their numbers. And, you know, it's a hobby. And I won't get into the actual numbers, but you, you look at the math and it's a nice six-figure J-O-B. But if you would look at their production over like the last decade, it really hasn't changed. Whole flatline, you know, plus or minus five, ten, five or 10% variation, right? Uh, because of the markets. You don't want that. So, so what causes that? Well, that'll probably be another topic for another podcast, but very quickly, it's no changes. No breaks, no distinction shifts, right? Nothing changes. Endless loop. So shut the door in January, create your February monthly game plan, and compel yourself to go ahead and take some action. Because you, this is the window. I find February into March is what I call a critical time in the psychology of a typical advisor based on their business plan because... Here's the way it works. You're so excited the year's over in December, and you look forward to January, a new year, right? And for some of you, it's, hey, let's continue on our journey of excellence. Uh, to others, it's a turnaround, right? Time to get, time to get my you-know-what together, right? And, uh, and make this thing happen. And you're excited in January. And, you know, so what do, you, what do you do? You get up early, you review your business plan, you, you, you get on your diet, you go to the gym, you do all those success Habits, all those success principles, right? And then if you're not careful about setting yourself up, you all of a sudden are not producing the results in the short term that you expected. And I think that's especially true with the market conditions. And then what most human beings do is they get frustrated and they go, no, nah, this is not working. And what happens is we go back and default to the baseline. And the baseline for a lot of you is mediocrity. It's coming in, getting through the day. 
and that's not what this is about. Okay, so I'm really, I really want you to be very cognizant of where you are and not to abandon what you want to accomplish this year, even if January didn't turn out exactly the way you wanted to. Hey, it's done. You have 11 more months to pull off greatness. Don't give up. Okay. Now, this whole week for me uh, is uh, one of my favorite uh, weeks, uh, not just because the end of January, uh, but it's strategic time. Now, uh, I I use strategic time to, well, uh, clear my head, uh, rest and recover, uh, work on projects, work, uh, work on my business, work on myself, right, and do things. So let me kind of walk you through the concept of, of strategic time versus tactical time. All of you are excellent at tactical time. Tactical time for the uh, typical advisor slash RAA uh, is you get up, you do your morning ritual, hopefully, you know, and you come in the office, and it, it basically falls into you know, being, being in the business, being the technician, right? So we're making our touch-based calls, we're, we're doing reviews, we're prepping for reviews, right? Uh, we're following up on prospects, we're meeting with prospects, we're meeting with staff, uh, we're, 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 we're running our business, and we're serving our clients. That's tactical time. Most of you are experts at that because that's what you do. Now, strategic time falls into three chunks or three categories that are either uh, singular or can be combined. So what do we do in strategic time? We uh, either, A, work on ourselves. No, what does work on ourselves mean? Uh, CE credits, training, seminars, coaching, uh, mastermind groups, things like that, right? So working on ourselves. B, working on our business, uh, you know, learning CRM, client segmentation, uh, business plans, monthly game plans, analysis, uh, anything to improve the business function, right? So working on ourselves, working on our business. Third category, pure getaway, downtime, right? I don't want to do, I don't want to work on my business. I don't want to work on myself. I want to go sit on the beach somewhere, with my feet in the water with a cocktail in my hand and just kick back and enjoy being alive. Great. That's strategic time. Now, here's the interesting part. Most people slash advisors who want to elevate, who want to make changes, who want to get better, here's what I've learned in 25 years. Change does not happen during tactical time because you're too busy being in the business. You can't see things the way you need to see them. Change only happens, lasting change only happens during strategic time. When you can pull yourself out and look at your business from afar and say, hmm, I like this and I don't like that. Strategic time is, in my perfect world, never in the office. Because once you're in the office, what happens? We get sucked back in to working on the business, taking care of our clients, doing those things. I can definitely correlate the amount of strategic time to the velocity of change, the, velo the velocity of growth. Um, it's fascinating to me. You know, and, and we stumbled upon this you know, uh, maybe a decade ago. 
the more strategic time you take, the faster your business grows. And what you think would be totally counterintuitive to it, right? You would think that would make no sense because, well, how does that equate to working harder? Remember what I've said in these podcasts. Working harder in our space is not a function of time. It's a function of output. And most advisors squander 50% of their time. So it's very easy to get diluted into thinking about work time. You're not paid that way. You're not compensated for it. As I've, as I've said many times, I've never gone to an industry conference, broker-dealer conference, uh, trip, uh, training, whatever, and they bring the person who spends the most amount of time in the office on stage and present Jerry with the plaque. Hey, you took no vacation this year. You're not, you're not in the top 100 producing, but here's a plaque because you spent the most time in your office. Congrats. doesn't happen. It's irrelevant. So strategic time gives you the headspace, the distinction, the perspective to make those changes. And one of the reasons why I formed a mastermind group of my clients three years ago was the, to, in, to entice them, to incent them to get out of their day-to-day, go to a fun place. You know, uh, next month we're going to Puerto Rico uh, you know, some of, uh, for a two-day meeting and I think three or four days of fun. And, you know, we're all going to work on our businesses. We're all going to work on ourselves, right? We're all, and we're, we're going to get downtime and we're going to get perspective because that's what's necessary. So how do you pull this off? My, uh, my ultimate model of strategic time is, and just sit down and if you're driving, listen to this, just, just don't hit anything. 16 weeks, one, six, 16 weeks. And I can, show you, I can show you it on the calendar, and uh, maybe I will put a video, uh, video uh, e-learning together and do that uh, in the near future. But typically, um, I recommend to all my clients to take the last week of every month off. Now, off, does that mean you have to go to Tahiti or, or Hawaii or anywhere? I mean, you can, of course. But you can also sit at home or sit somewhere else other than your office and work on things, educate yourself. Maybe finally learn that, that iPhone that you got for the last five years, right? And figure that sucker out. Catch up on your reading, all those things, right? Improve yourself. Maybe, hey, maybe, go, to a, maybe go to a spa for two or three days, right? And just get, you know, just get your mind and body right. All those things are incredibly important. Here's what I know. Every, everyone, and I mean everyone, without fail, once they implement this model, two things happen to everybody. Maybe three. I'll take that back. Three. Number one, they're happier people. They're happier. And if you're happy, you enjoy it more, you're sustainable, and you can see this, you can just see yourself doing this because this is, this is great. You get little pauses every month. The second thing it does is it increases your economics because, and I'll ask you all the question, when you know that you're going to take a week off to do whatever, vacation, whatever, how was your productivity the weeks prior to that event? Do you sit there with your feet up on the desk saying, man, I'm just going to chill for the next couple of weeks because I'm off, to, I'm off to Hawaii for seven days. 
No. What happens? You go, oh my gosh, I got to get all this stuff done in the next two weeks because I'm gone the following week and I got to get this, this, this done, right? I got to make these production numbers, all this stuff. And guess what you do? You stop screwing around. You stop, you stop chit-chatting with your buddies and, and taking meaning, meaningless meetings. You focus and you get it done. And that was my big clue because I noticed in my coaching career when my clients took vacation, their businesses didn't suffer. Their productivity was fine. I mean, they still hit what they need to hit. So what does that tell me? Well, A, that you all waste a lot of time, obviously. But B, it's absolutely possible. And this is, again, this is theoretical a decade ago. Theoretical. It's possible to take a week, a month off. And I had some early adopters do it. And lo and behold, not only did they maintain their production levels slash income levels, but they actually grew at a faster rate on a percentage basis than somebody who was just grinding it out. And this goes back to my premise I've said. This is a business of, of physical and emotional energy. Well, where do you renew those things? You renew them on strategic time. So in other words, the clients that went through this process, the early adopters, were, had more energy, they were in a much more resourceful state, they were able to take more actions, they were more focused, and lo and behold, we produced better results. And it's just fascinating. So let me explain how this looks and how to incorporate. So first, let me say this. As much as I'd like to sit there, and so if you're a typical advisor who, whose concept of, of downtime is, I take two weeks off a year, maybe, and I got these conferences I go to, and I'm in and out, and all this other jazz, and I'm just running like a crazy person, and I've done that, you know, I, I talked to somebody uh, who's referred to us, they hadn't had a vacation in two years, and you just hear the phone, they're just dead, they're dead inside, there's no juice, nothing, Right? So as much as I'd love to say, hey, starting in February, I want you all to take a week off. That may blow some of your heads, you know. So <laughs> what's that? It's like that commercial I see with the buying servers when everybody's heads explode in purple dust and stuff like that, right? Jet, it's called Jet or whatever, Jet, J-E-T. So I don't want that to happen to you by this concept. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Try it on for size. If you, if you say, man, I can't take a whole week off, that just freaks me out. How about a couple days at the end of the, week, at the, end of the month? Maybe like a Thursday, Friday, Monday. Take a long weekend. Start there, right? Take a half a week. Remember, you can always go back and work and pretend to work like an animal, right? And I know what some of you are going to sit there and say, Joe, I'd love to do that, but my assistant sucks, right? Or I'm in a wirehouse and all, my, all the assistants suck. And there's nothing we can do about it because it takes an act of God in Congress to fire a, a poor assistant. I understand that. But here's the thing you have to remember. Technology, while a lot of you think of it as a pain in the tail, is a tool of liberation. What your clients really care about is accessibility. So let me dispel the myth right away. Can you on strategic time totally check out have no client interaction, totally go off the grid. Yeah, I mean, I've got clients actually who start to take sabbaticals, 30 days off the grid. That's a whole nother topic for another podcast. But if you had to take a client call or return an email from wherever you're at, right? I'm not saying to unplug from your business, although that would be nice, is handle things. Now, I've been a strategic week all week. 
what have I been doing? Well, I'll give you a quick thing. Number one is I've been putting together uh, my new thoughts on a new program called Advisor 2025. Right? It's, a, it's, the next, it's the next iteration of iAdvisor. Why am I doing that? Because we have a meeting come up, as I said, in San Juan, which I'm going to present some of this to the participants. Right? What else have I been doing? Rethink some of our coaching, you know, our coaching uh, programs, uh, how we deliver things. Uh, you know, totally going to rip up practice power and put a whole new offering together. Right? I mean, these are meaningful projects. You can't do meaningful projects between phone calls. Now, while that was going on, I probably had, today's Friday as we're recording this, I probably talked to 10 clients this week. You know, quick call, check in, need something, my platinum partners, right, which I'm absolutely committed to 100%, you know, chat with them if they need me, do what I need to, talk to a coach or two, do what I need to do. So it's okay to have that. So I'm still plugged in, but I'm plugged in at a different level. It's nice waking up and having a clear schedule. And having and, and having the, the you know to relax and, and I'm in my office see and so I work out of my house and I'm in, I'm in my office. I also am at Starbucks. You know the weather just I mean not that it matters to anybody here especially if some of you up north who don't want to hear about Florida weather right now. It was, we had a rainy week, so it wasn't like I was going to go out for my 50 mile bike rides or do some of the other stuff when it's raining sideways and 50 degrees right. Uh, El Nino here right wet winter here in Florida but I was still able to disconnect enough and do both. So take a couple days. Your client, if your clients need you, you'll, they'll get a hold of you. Your assistant will get a hold of you. I'm sure you'll be checking emails, as much as I don't like that, and start. Also, there are about four months every year that there are literally five business weeks in a month. Uh, I think this year it's going to be March. Um, I think June. I think August. And I want to say either October or December. I think it's December. December, I think, is always two weeks no matter what. And if you look at, you know, if you, if you follow production days, you can still have the same amount of production days and almost have two weeks off. So that's why we go 12 plus 4 is 16, right? And that's how we start. So at minimum, what I'd like you to do to start, a couple days at the, to get a couple days at the end of the month, just, no, just you're out. And don't come in the office and work on those things that you need to work on. On those months that have like five production weeks, take a week. Start there. Again, I'm giving you how to start. Now, if you're one of those people that say, hey, I'm in, and jump head first, then go for it. Remember, you can always go back. I'm not asking you to burn any, I'm not asking you to burn any boats on the beach here. Think of it as a test. Okay, a test. But I will say that every client that we've ever done this process with has never gone back. It's an alternative practice slash business slash life model. Why do we use those terms? Because I'm asking you to basically semi-retire now and then work for the rest of your life, which I know sounds interesting. But that's how we do it. And, you know, I'm watching and I'm not ready to recommend this yet because I don't have enough data. Maybe in another year. But two years ago, I had one client who came to me and said, do you think it's possible to take a sabbatical? I said, well, define that to me because that means different things to different people. And he says, totally unplugged. 
The only time I'd, I wouldn't, uh, you know, the only time my office would reach out to me is if there was a real client crisis. And I said, well, I said, is it possible? Yeah. I said, here's what, here's what you need to have in place. You need to have the right people. And then you trust them. Right? Uh, the second thing you need to do, you need to make sure that your clients are all served at a very high level. Right? Super proactivity. Next, you've got to communicate to your clients that you're going to be doing something and that so, and the team is going to take care of you and that you're still accessible if it's an emergency. So it's not like we're checking out, checking out. Uh, we did that two years ago. Worked perfectly. Last year, uh, not only did he do it again, uh, but uh, we had three other clients do it. And it worked. And so this year, because it was talked about at business planning in November in, in Orlando, I already have, uh, I think, seven or eight clients that were now putting that into the bo- on the board. And, it, and again, I don't think there's a rule, but typically uh, it, seems like, uh, it seems like July or August or the months that seem to be right now very popular to take that sabbatical, whether it's to do nothing or to go to Europe or whatever they want to do, right? Um, and if you look at calendaring for a second, when I say take a month off, I think people say, oh my God, I think the whole month of June off, I mean, or the whole month of July or the whole month of August. No. I mean, you could probably, you know, if, if August is one of those three-week months, you could probably grab a two, maybe two early weeks, two early weeks in August, the back end of July, and take like a four-week window in there. It doesn't have to be a calendar month. You know, think of a month as four weeks. And you take four of those weeks and do one of those bucket lists that we, you know, that I have you put together in module one of the business plan. And you get to go experience life and experience the world while hopefully you're young enough, healthy enough, vibrant enough to go do these things. You know, don't wait till you're, you know, God forbid, wheelchair bound, trying to go explore life and experience things. There's no reason, you know, if you're set, it, it, what, what strategic time is about, it's about balance points. Now, how do we pull it off? It's called a strategic calendar. It is not your red tail calendar or your outlook calendar or your Salesforce calendar. It's another calendar. And, and, and before you all say, oh, God, another, you know, Joe, not another system. It's really not a system. It's just a, it's an accountability tool. Uh, you, can have, you can use it with your family like we do here. And so, like our business, we run on Google, you know, we run on Google Apps. So, I've got a tactical Google Calendar, and I've got a strategic Google Calendar, and I can interlay, and I can overlay each one on top of each other, right? So, it's really cool, because I can look at it all on one screen, or pull pieces out, and only look at elements. So, my Google Calendar, uh, you know, right now, obviously, we've got all of 2016 figured out. We've got pretty much all 2017. And all I do is go into my strategic calendar, and look at kind of how the weeks flow, and say, okay, this is a strategic week, this is a strategic week, I look where the holidays are, that's a strategic week, and then I say, okay, well, here's where we're going to put our mastermind meetings, and you start working back, and, you know, I've got clients that are two or three years out on their strategic weeks, you know, uh, this year, um, later on this summer, you know, I've got uh, five or six clients that are going to the, uh, going to the Olympics in Rio. Now, I don't know what that's going to look like, but it was on their bucket list. They wanted to go to the Olympics. And they said, well, let's see. I can go to Brazil, Olympics. Yeah, I can, I can kill two birds with one stone. And I've got several clients that are going to be spending several weeks down there. I've had clients go to the World Cup, South Africa. Right? Because they're, 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 they're soccer. They're, they love soccer. They love football. Right? 
and they do that. Uh, that's what it allows you to do. It allows you to go experience life on your terms now with your family. Again, if you have little kids and they're out of school in the summer, hey, you know what? Make those memories. No, no reason why not to. But a strategic calendar will keep you, will keep you honest about taking that time. And that's critical, right? And then it forces you, because here's what most advisors do. You wait till you're absolutely burnt, you know, you say this to yourself, you know, once I get caught up, then I'll take some downtime. The reality in our business is you never really get caught up. It's a lie. So if you're waiting for that magical day to, you know when you're caught up? Is when you're dead. I don't think anybody wants that. The strategic calendar gives you discipline. For some of my clients who are just, they're very driven people. I, 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 I use the word force. It's probably not the best terminology. Mandate may be a little bit better. Um, when, they give me their, when, they give me their, when we talk about their strategic calendar, I say, okay, so where are we going this year? Where's the downtime? Where's the bucket list? I really encourage them slash force slash conjole them, browbeat them, whatever I got to do. Go buy the tickets. Go make the reservations. Go make the commitment, right? Why? Because now you're locked in. I know you'll take the time away. If you put it off, put it off, put it off, it doesn't happen. The other element is as you do module one in the business plan, you know, the bucket list. Unless you live in a cave by yourself, my recommendation is to get your family together and say, family, where do we want to go? What do we want to experience? Your spouse, your children. And trust me, when you start having that family conversation, that family discussion, they will hold you accountable to making sure, especially if you've got kids, trust me, they don't forget. If you promise them Disney World, they're going to make sure you take them to Disney World and, and you make it happen, right? Or, wherever, or whatever it is. So I just want to give you that concept of strategic time. You don't have to take the whole 16 weeks from day one, although if you want to jump in head first, you can always pull it back. But again, that'll be your first. But I want you to play with it. And I don't, and for some of you who I know are in this business 20, 30 years, and you're just, you know, you know you're just working, you, work, you say, man, I work so hard. No, you don't. You may put a lot of time in, but nobody in this industry works hard. Nobody. Our industry, hey, what do we do? We sit on our asses and solve people's problems. In air conditioning, no less. Or heated areas, right? It ain't hard work. Unless you're outside and unless you're out in the elements doing manual labor, this ain't hard work. So don't, don't kid yourself. I won't buy that from you. Okay? So what I'm going to ask you to do is figure out a, a calendar, a strategic calendaring system. So whether you want to use something online or you want to go to Staples or Office Max, get some, or put it, on a, you know, put it on a whiteboard calendar, whatever floats your boat. Whatever works for you, it's fine with me. Right? And then I want you to start testing this or jump right in, but do something. This will allow you to evolve so much faster. And remember, change does not happen during tactical time. Change only happens during strategic time. Okay? Hey, thank you for listening. Uh, again, I'll always ask you, please pass this podcast along to your friends and colleagues in the industry. Uh, I'm always looking to grow uh, my influence base, if you will. I love doing these things, and they're free, and they're valuable, I hope, for you. And I look forward to seeing you all again in about seven days.